welcome to another episode of the Under the Bar podcast mm. with Tom Hewitt and Rawdon Dubois. G'day, Rawdon. G'day, Tom. G'day, Cam. We'll get everyone for everyone, our uh, listeners, Cam nodded. Yes, and we're happy in the studio today. We've just been discussing how pleasant the weather is this time mm. of year in Sydney. Mm. You know, the thongs are on, shorts are out. Yeah, well, no, no uh, only shorts when I train legs at this point yes. in time. Right. <laughs> uh, when it gets a little warmer, I'll get the uh, short shorts out, really swan about you know like i own the place yeah you've got the rat's tail developing nicely yeah, as well a r- real uh you will, will you refer to it affectionately as uh the rat bag the rat bag yeah you know so for our listeners the way i explain it tom uh is <laughs> business at the front yes and party at the back rat bag at the back rat bag at the back so yeah. if you're walking behind me you think this guy's loose better give him a wide berth but if i was walking you know towards you with my, you know, professional... Uh, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you're quite a nice guy uh, once you get to know you, but if yeah. you were walking towards you nah. with your scowl and the, f- yeah. and the tattoo and the yeah. the whole bits and pieces, you'd probably just move away. Uh, and they're hulking about a little bit more now, too, yeah. so real... You know, the women will, will go to the other side of the footpath yeah. to, to go past, <laughs> unfortunately, but uh, is what it is. Uh, Ball's deep, mate. That's the, the life uh, that you choose. Mm. Well, mate, look, I'm excited about this episode of the podcast. We've got Christian Maurice. Maurice. Yes. from Montreal coming on the program again today. He was back on, I think, way back episode 28. 20s. Something like that. Yeah. Today, he's talking a bit more specifically about the direction that he's taking mm. his business these days. He's more in the into the wellness and overall health perspective, looking at body transformation and fat loss um, by dotting eyes and crossing T's behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, for, for general pop more so. For general pop. And he's got a new website with a trainer certification. Mm. And he's also coming out to Australia and doing some seminars. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty well, exciting. Or potentially seminars. Seminar at yes. this point in time. But uh. Yeah, so at the moment he's booked in to do a three-day seminar in Melbourne in December the 2nd, 3rd and 4th. He likes quite a, a small, intimate classroom so yeah. that he can w- go around and work with everyone in- individually. Yep. Uh, it's all theory-based. There's no mm. actual training involved with these seminars. Mm. But he's open to the, the uh, prospect of doing one in Sydney, uh, which he would probably run out of the Icon Performance Health Centre. Yeah. He'd need 10 people or so. So we're happy to take some expressions of interest yeah. for any of our listeners that are well, excited to do that. Well, why don't we run through what... Uh, well, they're going to hear what 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 what's, uh, what he's going to talk about, I suppose. But in a nutshell... Well, look, he's got basically five pillars to his certification. Yep. Nutrition, functional medicine, training, macromodulation, Ooh. and psychology. I like the sound of that one, Tommy. Yes. Because uh, he did talk about that. That was the way he... Um, breaks plateaus with those macro manipulations yeah so I mean he alludes to the fact that what he's learnt from you know prepping all these movie stars and everything yeah. for drastic transformations mm. he's been able to apply those to general pop to a certain degree mm. and it's all about breaking plateaus and he likes using this uh, macro modulation mm. where he you know Rawdon you, you like to manipulate calories and, mm. and Christian does too but he'll pick a certain macro be it mm. proteins carbs or fats based off the individual's physiology and psychology to break plateaus in body composition so that sounds it's really interesting really interesting and uh, when our, uh, our listeners do listen to the uh, the interview we did try and get uh, a little bit slipped through the cracks yeah, yeah. like we, we did get a little bit of info so you know you listen to the interview you probably don't have to do the seminar everything's in there but uh, <laughs> no we did get a little bit out of him it was he kept his cards close to his chest though and rightly so yeah so the seminar that he's doing is for definitely for trainers but he does get quite a lot of naturopaths yeah. and other health professionals mm. Uh, functional medicine practitioners and stuff like that yep. that come along to learn from these things so it's it's open to wall and he can on the day he'll sort of tailor the, the needs so that everyone yeah, gets he mentioned that didn't he get something out of it so the date's in December the 2nd the 3rd and 4th that's in Melbourne mm. for anyone who's interested in um, getting him up to Sydney and would like to come along well they're interested in the Melbourne one uh, the, yeah yeah so for Melbourne you can uh, and we'll give the details at the end but you can contact uh, sign up through his website yep. elementalworld.com yep. for expressions of interest for the Sydney seminar, they can yeah. either email us at the podcast, info at underthebarpodcast.com. Any of your friends on Facebook, Rory, yeah, they man. can just hit, hit you up. Yeah, yeah. just uh, PM us on Facebook and uh, happy to uh, steer them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely. through the Rawdon Dubois page. Yeah, go to Dubois Method if you want, but yeah, yeah more likely to uh, catch me uh, 
on the uh, my personal page, but happy to do that. Happy to do that. So we'll get to Christian in just a moment. A little bit of I dotting and T crossing. The true Celtic, as always. Two more packets to give away on this episode. Mm. They're very generous of us. <laughs> yes, go to well, uh, Sean. the uh, Under the Bar iTunes page and leave a review there. Take a screenshot of the review. Yep. Email that through to info at underthebarpodcast.com. Yep. And, you know, as always, the more scathing the review, uh, the more likely you'll you'll get a, uh, a true Celtic sent your way. Yes, if you can work a couple of uh, maybe a, like a cheeky wizard, wizard sleeve. sleeve in there or something. Or, or balls deep y- yeah, or something like that. maybe a meat swing. I think you dropped one of those at some yeah, stage. Yeah, That was we'll an interesting one. All of the above. Um, then, yeah, you, you'll, you'll get your true Celtic. Okay. To learn more about uh, myself, tomhewitt.com.au, and Rawdon is The Dubois Method on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and there is a website out there. Elusive. But uh, don't expect to get too much from that. <laughs> Icon Performance Health and Christian Thibodeau present two-day hypertrophy seminars, both theory and practical. Awesome. Coming to Sydney and Melbourne in November of this year, 2016. Four topics that he's going to cover over the two days. Isometric training. Okay, this Uh, is one of the topics? This is one of the topics. So very much an underused muscle building technique. Yep. He's a big believer in, so he'll explain the ins and outs of that, theory and practical. Awesome. Uh, Looking forward to this one, Rawdon. Topic two, growth factors. Harnessing the power of growth factors and mTOR activation. This is good on the process, mTOR, hypertrophy, IGF-1, all that cool stuff. That's right, because there are certain training principles and nutritional protocols that will optimize that process. Excellent. And then we've got optimal upper body training for hypertrophy. Okay, so probably his uh, bang for the buck, what you know, what to focus on there. Tried and tested. Methods, nutritional, that type of stuff. And then optimal lower body hypertrophy training. Good, good. Upper and lower. So, tick, uh, tick. Those are the four topics that will be covered over the two days. Theory and practical. Alright, so what are, what are they paying for this? Right, so for anyone on the street to walk in and get a spot, it's $1,100. Reasonable. And then for any of the under the bar listeners, they get the special discount, so it's 950 bucks. Wow. Which is pretty good value for yeah, two days with tippy toes. Uh, so anyone who's interested in getting a booking, go to info at iconph.com.au. Send an email through to that address, info at iconph.com.au, to reserve your spot for the uh, Icon Performance Health and Christian Thibodeau two-day hypertrophy seminar. Mate, that uh, sounds awesome. I can't wait. Yep, really good. Well, surprisingly enough, Rod, you do actually learn a few bits and pieces from uh, listening to this podcast. Yeah. We had uh, Mike Isretel on several episodes back, and he, he was a real wealth of content. A wizard's sleeve of content. Yeah, and I was mm. able to apply some of that to one of my uh, clients uh, recently. I have a, a guy called Mick who um, he's just training for body composition these mm. days. But he's, Gen pop? Well, a little bit different. He, he won an Australian title in boxing when he was in his early... 20s he's in his ah, okay. mid 20s now he's quite a good talented athlete you know he's one yep. of those just naturally yep, 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 good yep. at things guys yep. um, a Dylan Smuhart we call those somewhat yeah. of but he he's got a very plastic body so for his boxing he'd been anywhere from 69 kilos uh, into the 70s and he, now he's up around 90 kilos so Ooh. he's had a lot of fluctuations in size he's done a lot of yep. weight cutting all these kinds of things and his body is very plastic like when he first started over the initial two weeks, he like dropped kilos. I was like, oh, oh wow. okay. And then changed the calories. And then he was up four kilos. And Ooh. so it's, it's taken a while to actually figure him out and mm. get his body to be a bit stable. But um, for the first time, uh, this most recent pinch, he's actually lost muscle mass. Mm. And I'm scratching my head. And obviously, I'm sure you do quite a lot of this, Rawdon. Mm. You, you know, head stay, scratching, yeah. Stay uh, emotionless throughout yes. the process of taking the body fat, good or bad. Yeah. And then... When it is bad, you have to sort of rationally go through things and try and figure out what's yeah. actually been going on here. Well, I actually like it to be bad, so they can sort of get upset. And, I, and I'm like, what are you upset for? And put them on the spot. Then I ask them and then I quiz them. And the answer's always there. You know, there's, yes. always, there's always a reason, you know? There's always a reason. And we just you know, methodically dig around. You go through yeah. sleep and lifestyle and stress and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So what did you find out with him? Picking and prodding around all these things, he goes, oh, actually, mate, the one thing that I have been doing is I've been, um, I bought a new boxing bag. For his, <laughs> he's moved into it. A- for, for our listeners, you know, Tommy sort of looked up and scrunched his eyebrows and put on the uh, the accent. That was, uh, I don't yeah. know, Mick, but it looked pretty authentic to me. So he's moved into a house with all the boys and he thought, I'll hmm. get a communal bag so we can just, just work the bag. Yeah. So, yeah, mate, I've just, just been doing 15 minutes a day on the bag. <laughs> I was like, okay, so when are you doing this? So what he was doing is he'd do his workout, he'd have his shake, 
and then, then home and relax. Then he'd go home and do 15 minutes on the bag. Oh, Mick. And then have his post-workout meal. Oh, And I Mick. said, mate, I know you've listened to the Israel podcast. You've told me about it. The, the mm. funny American guy who swears and called himself yeah. a short Jewish guy. Go, yeah. yeah. Did you listen to any of the actual content, mm. Mick? Because mm. what did he say? For hypertrophy, yep. to enhance and optimize mm. the muscle mm. signaling, mm. Yeah. you stimulate the muscle, yep. you flood the area with lots of nutrients, mm. and then you rest as much as possible, do mm. as little as possible. Yep. And uh, he was obviously ticking column A and column B, yeah. and then going home and stimulating the muscle again. Yeah, he was making up columns. column C. Yeah, that wasn't, <laughs> I don't remember Israel saying column C. No, no, which is not part of the plan. So no. it was interesting to see, because 15 minutes for him on the bag, being a strong guy, who is an elite boxer is probably pretty intense yeah Um, i mean if you think about it like and someone that has boxed will i mean mma is obviously a combination of all that stuff and that's probably up there as well but for actual energy expenditure and you you go watch a when someone's not conditioned for a fight and and they just like within 20 20 seconds seconds. in it's like oh my god has this guy done any training before in his life and they're a sack of spuds and they fall down like they're yeah. just gassed yes. uh, like the energy expenditure that, that he could uh, master 15 minutes like holy moly it'd yeah. be huge and there's also that uh, yeah you're blunting the signaling but also uh, just depleting more energy so what yeah. was once fueling uh, hypertrophy and uh, and everything else in that perfect storm that you created and that that homeostasis that you set up um, he was digging into those those calories. There was a double whammy there. A double whammy there. Mm. So happy for him to keep doing the boxing because he really enjoys it, something that yeah. he likes. But we're going to move that to the early AM. Yeah. He'll get up out of bed, do that first thing, bring in some carbohydrates into his first meal. So mm. he's reloaded, and then he can train again in the PM. Yeah, and I, and I will jump in there. And um, that energy expenditure is, is not to be underestimated. And what I mean by that is... I was listening to, and we've mentioned uh, Lyle McDonald before on the program, and the NEAT, and, and he sort of pioneered that, and uh, a lot of what he uh, suggests uh, nutritionally is, 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 is NEAT is where the where the uh, the magic happens. And, yes, uh, and like that's most people, the uh, non-exercise-related adaptive thermogenesis. Yeah, non-exercise activity uh, thermogenesis. So it's the incidental stuff you do, walking around, doing what you do, you know. Um, I was watching a podcast, and he was talking about... Uh, you know, one individual that got up and went to the photocopier and back down sort of uh, uh, six times a, a, an hour, but but did it for eight hours. So that's like an extra 60 calories she burnt an hour by eight hours, eight sixes, what's that, 48? So 480 calories she burnt just by getting up and down in a chair. And I mean, how much do we reduce energy intake for an individual? Would we go 500 calories at once? Probably not, two or mm. 300 calories. Mm. And what often happens is they just stop moving more. So they, uh, you know, you do a 200, 300 calorie deficit and then they just don't have as much energy. So they stop walking to the car, they park closer. So it's yeah. like, there's no net loss. And and often when we make these changes as coaches and, and we're at that point where we're scratching the head wondering what's happening, well, the activity outside of that boxing session and the, I mean, this individual, you know, he, he obviously threw that in, that increased energy expenditure. So that was probably one of the reasons why his weight dropped and in conjunction with the mixed signaling. But, mm. you know, we, we, we have these clients and, and for, for, for me, competitors as well. And, and that's a pretty miserable existence towards the end when energy, uh, it's a double whammy. The body becomes more efficient. So what once elicited uh, how many calories for an hour's worth of steady state cardio towards the end, you know, you've got to do 90 or, or, or two hours cardio to get the same calorie expenditure. So the body, the less body muscle. has adapted to that stimulus. Yeah, but it's become more efficient. And, yeah. and that's like if the body kept burning energy at that same rate, then it would burn all its energy and drop dead. Yes. So it, it, it evolves with the, yes. the stimulus that you apply. So not only is the very... So that's why, you know, you at, if you take a snapshot of someone right next to the comp, it's three hours cardio and, and, and 90 minutes training. It's like, oh my God, you're killing that guy. So, well, no, it was, you know, at, at 10 weeks out, it was it was this. It was hardly anything because it was effective then. But as each adaptation occurs, you need to push the body that little bit harder. But on top of that, what they also do, or tendency to do, and, and, and the ones that don't change this are the ones that are probably more consistently with each manipulation of energy intake that you elicit week to week or whatever your frequency is, mm. They stop moving so much, yeah. So they reduce the the, the, the need, and and one way around this, and um, 
you know, again, I got it from uh, Lyle, and I'm and I'm probably going to implement it moving forward. Our listeners can get on the uh, get on board, you know, before I do. But just a you know the Fitbit watch, just a, a, a an energy track, step monitor. Yeah, an activity tracker. Yeah. So you see how many steps you're doing. Okay, you're ten weeks out. You're doing six thousand steps a day. Great. And you're burning X amount of energy throughout your day. Excellent. Okay. Well, that has to that six thousand steps has to has stay, to stay all right the way to, to the, the end. exactly you know? yep. exactly. Very interesting stuff there. <laughs> okay, we'll go to Christian Maurice. <laughs> Special guest time here in the Eagle Waves Radio Studio. We've got Christian Maurice. Yes. From uh, Montreal on the line again. He was on the podcast uh, many, many episodes. Many moons ago. Ago, so you can filter back and have a bit of a listen to, to that. That was a bit of a general intro yep. into Christian and what he does. Yep. Gordon, you and I have uh, known him for uh, a while. I think our first exposure, he came out to Australia with uh, Charles Poliquin. CP, to yep. Teach a few modules on the biosignature course. Yeah, yeah. We did back in the day, a long time ago. Seems like a long time ago now. But he's doing some very new and interesting things. He's, yeah. He's got a new website up elementalworld.com yep. where he's offering uh, all sorts of uh, different services but there's a certification you can do very good and he's doing some live events as well and he'll be out in australia in december this year 2016 yep on the second third and fourth doing a seminar down in melbourne yep and pending expressions yeah, of interest we can see if we can uh, get him up our way we might get him here in sydney as well but um, it, we're going to talk a bit more about, not so, so much specifically training today, but a bit more no. about the general health and wellness yeah. uh, direction that he's taking things. It should be interesting to pick his brains again. Mm-hmm. Christian, welcome back to the podcast, mate, and I hope you're well. Hey, thank you, guys. Awesome. So, uh, I just have one thing to say. You know, yes. we, thought, we did the last interview a year ago, and yeah. you guys are very popular, but after a year, I still hear about it. Like last weekend, I was in Quebec City, <laughs> and a guy told me, "Oh, you know that interview you did in Australia? I was listening to it, listening to it last week." Okay, it's still running after a yeah. year, so you guys yeah. are doing a good job. Yeah, look, uh, Christian, we we really do need wraparound sunglasses when we walk around in <laughs> Sydney. You know, the uh, celebrity status is uh, look, we deal with it, but it uh, comes with the territory, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback, man. That's yeah. awesome. No, that's great. Very cool. So that was back on episode 24. Just having a look at it now. There we mm. go. Oh, yeah. There's mm. plenty of people listening to that one. Uh-huh. So, Christian, it's been a real, uh, I guess, a transformative period for you over the last year. You've got this new website up. You're mm. out doing some live presenting. I think when we had you on last time, you'd sort of got your own body fat system together yeah, and yep. a few bits and pieces. So what's happening on your end, mate? Yeah, and for our listeners, let's uh, give a recap of what you're uh, famous for as well. First off, I'm known for my big transformation in the cinema industry, like the movie industry. So major transformation or super fast transformation. This yep. this is not what I teach in my course, my seminar. This is my, uh, let's say, my secret. But yeah. um, really, you know, you learn a lot for from extreme transformation, things that you can apply with regular or uh, average Joe, regular mm. population, general population. Yep. And I work with, you know, weekend warriors to even helping uh, Olympians for uh, uh, nutrition, the nutrition part and or injury and or, you know, rehab and everything that a trainer does. Okay. But mostly I'm more interested now in, you know, uh, what all the trainers are struggling with. You know, I, I teach with uh, for UP last year. I did England. Hong Kong, Singapore. Yeah, I saw that. And I did Dubai as well. But I did a lot of interviews with the trainers. And, you know, everyone seems to struggle with the same type of clients. Mm. It's the average, regular, stressed out, stressed out, overwhelmed clients. Yep, yep. Those, <laughs> so uh... this is where my interest was. Um, I was more interested into helping them achieve a good results with their average clients that's fascinating uh because i mean in reality that's the for trainers and coaches that as much as we all want to train you know superstar athletes and uh you know movie stars and i mean that'd be awesome yeah. but but the reality is i mean the predominantly uh gen pop i mean they're they're the ones that are going to pay the bills and if you can get uh you know, Joe Blow in, in in really good shape. They, uh, you know, the wife sees it. They, you know, she comes on board, and and their friends see that. They come on board, and that's your, 
that's the main source of your income for, for a lot of coaches in the industry. So, you know, to, to hone that skill set, that would be invaluable. Yeah, exactly. And it's very different when you, you have a highly motivated client, like an athlete or, yeah. you know, an actor that has a big contract or a fitness competitor. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that it's super easy, but it's easier because they're very into it. Yeah. But the read from nutrition and training. But when you have, you know, this mom with four kids stressed out, yeah, the reality is much different. Mm. Tell me, Christian, before we uh, move forward with that, any movie stars? Are you still doing that side of things, or are you gravitating away from that now? And 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 no, it is the I still I still do it, but only uh, like on demands, like just yeah. big actors. Cool, cool. Meaning, yeah. I have a lot of actors, but uh, the big contract, I will do big contract short term. I won't do long term stuff, term. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, because cool. I'm too busy and I, you know, anyone who work with uh, professional athletes knows it's not easy. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> they're not easy on average to work with. Uh, so temporary, it's good, like few months. Yeah. but not all year long. Term, long. Yes. Uh, I would imagine. Uh, I mean, athletes uh, themselves are. are you know, it can be difficult or challenging, let alone a, uh, a movie star. A, a movie star that must be near impossible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, to be polite, it's yeah. a good way to say it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very so, good. Christian, you mentioned that you've um, learnt quite a lot from these extreme body transformations. Mm. It's funny, Rodan and I were talking about this just before air about how finely tuned the, the yeah. human body is in that last few stages towards a shoot or a, yeah. a, a stage competition or something like that. What What are some of the the things that you have learnt? from these extreme transformations that transfer over or that you apply to the general population? It's how to break plateaus, definitely. Because, you you know, if you have a, an actor for a month or for three weeks, you cannot, it's impossible to tolerate any form of plateaus. Yeah. yeah. So you need to break them as soon as you see them coming. So I had to, to you know, create different I would say protocols are a way to break them. Yeah. And then I applied these to regular clients and it works very well. Excellent. It's okay. easier, it's more, uh, you know, we, if you want to break plateaus, you can either play with carbs, play with protein and pre, play with fat. Yeah. But I have different ways to do it. So that's why uh, I came up with, and this is what actually I'm teaching during the course. Okay. Okay. Because. The reality is for all of our listeners that uh, those plateaus will invariably occur, and, mm. and I work with yeah. uh, physique competitors, and you know, it's almost, uh, you know, when I sit down with them initially, they're like, "Oh, cool," and, and how's it going to unfold? What are we going to do? We're going to do this, but it's like, well, it all depends, you know. It, it depends on what, what your physique does, and you know, I guess what I'm saying to them indirectly is, well, it depends when the progress stops, and then I. You know, then we have to change and, mm. uh, and, and break that plateau. But it's almost exactly. uh, intuitive. You know, with the course, are you, are you, is that part of what you're... Obviously, you're given the skill set to deal with the plateaus, but it is a good coach one that uh, preempts the... There's warning signs that the plateau is occurring and you, you sort of, uh, you know, deviate the, the plan so the plateau never really occurs. Is that the, the trick to being uh, on top of things for uh, the general pop? Uh, no, general pop, I will wait until the, the plateau comes. Okay. Just because uh, usually there's a lot of factors, you know, okay, on average, they're not stable, meaning job is maybe not stable because the stress is different. Food may be a little bit different, be different because now that week they have the kids, the next week they don't have it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the reality is different. So I wait until I see a plateau because there's too many factors that could influence it. But when I see it, then it's where I apply uh, one of the techniques I use. Okay. And and what do you, uh, how are you assessing the plateau? Is it, uh, do you scale away? Do you use in skin folds or uh, how they look, how they feel? Like what's, uh, what's the measure of uh, when the plateau occurs for you, Christian? Take uh, all of the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of everything. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's a, yeah. When, I don't really care about the weight unless the weight stays the same and they lose, they lose at one point. It's water, something's is going up, something's uh, is wrong. But usually weight will stop at the same time or 
pretty close to the the, the actual body fat because mm-hmm. they don't train as hard so you know muscle gain is not yep yep yeah super hot okay on average you, you always have these exceptions but and Christian, you mentioned that with these plateau breaking techniques that you have, you're sort of looking at manipulating proteins, fats, or carbs. So is it yeah. beyond just manipulating energy balance? Are you saying that with a shift in macros here and there, you can actually break a plateau? Yeah. Good. Yeah, are you, yeah, definitely. Are you, are, you, uh, are you in a position to divulge any of your techniques? <laughs> well, we're going to wait till, wait till December, yeah, huh? To come to see me. Very good. Ooh, the dangling you know, carrot. There's a lot of cycles that you can use you know, a lot of people have uh, created different ways to cycle carbs or cycle fat. But what I, I've done is more how to choose if you want to play with fat or if you want to play with uh, even proteins or if you want to play with carbs. How to define who's, who's, uh, what technique to use with which client. Right. Okay. So I don't know if that answers your your question. Yeah. But, no, that's good. Yeah. So you're trying to assess with each individual whether they're going to respond to manipulating carbs, carbs or manipulating fats, exactly. or, or, or protein. Yeah. Depending right. on their personality first and what they believe in. You know, so I don't want to generalize, but often uh, women are afraid of carbs. Mm. So I may play a lot with good fats instead, like avocado and oil and stuff like that. Yeah. So do the the, the, the the cycling with the fat, that way they're they're very in it, they like it, you know, they feel well on it. But if you wanna play and give them a lot of carbs, some they may not like it or be afraid of it. Mm. And if they are afraid of it, well, you know, you have the placebo effect, but you have the nocebo effect as well. Mm. So if the nocebo effect is high, they think it won't work. Exactly. So they will stop the progress. Right. Yeah. It's funny you say that, uh, Christian. That nocebo. Like I, um, I'm forever telling my clients, and like they will say, "Oh, you know, that's you know, I'm going to be flat, or that's not going to work." And it's like, okay, well, if you say that, it won't work. And they go, "Oh, okay." You know, like it's if if you think it, then it will happen to a degree. Mm. You know, and the and the the. I mean, we've Tom and I have spoken about this before. You know, the the power of positive thought and. Uh, and, and the guy that you uh, went and did the seminar with in the in, in New Zealand was talking about, but the martini, yeah, the actual uh, when you have a martini, no, the actual uh, physiology will change. The, the communication between the cells and and, yes. and everything else will, will actually uh, behave differently when you're in a, a much more positive mindset. So, yes. yeah, that that nocebo's. Uh, yeah, I've been saying it for for years, and I think people don't really uh, believe it, but with actors. You know, 80% is psychology. Yeah. 80%. 20% is what I give yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as recommendation. They but, really believe they can change. They really believe it because, you know, that's their job to yeah. change uh, physically and psychologically. Mm-hmm. So they can create whatever they want. That's why it's working that much. That, that's interesting. That's probably another. I mean, we, we asked at the start, you know, how much, you, you, you know, with what you've done with actors, have you transferred to general pop? And that's probably another another big part of what you're uh, referring to there. The you know the the psychology and the mindset of those actors are on a whole. They'd be far more positive and focused on that end result. You know, if if you can instill some of that to the general pop and uh, uh, general population demographic, then then surely the the results that they would get would be far more consistent and uh, achievable. Exactly. That that's why I talk a lot during the the clinic or the seminar. I talk a lot about psychology. There's a big module just on psychology because awesome. you need to know how to read your clients. You need to know if they're pissed off, if they're listening, if they're not mm-hmm. listening. You know the number nonverbal thing. I talk a lot about it. How to read it. How to, it's. Yeah. It's uh, mandatory to understand your client. Otherwise, they don't listen to you or they don't get the message you're trying to say. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Christian, you've obviously studied things like microbiology and, and biochemistry and all this kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And the way I understand it is that there can't really be a psychology without a physiology. So a certain headspace or a thought mm. process will trigger some chemicals in the brain and that filters down throughout the body. So apart from applying this the theory of this do you actually understand is there a science behind mindset and how that does affect the body yeah it's easy to explain 
Could you, you explain? Know, okay, I'll, I'll just <laughs> no, you have to wait till December. I'll give you one example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it will be a bit technical, but it, I'm sure you guys will understand that. It's, it's easier when you have a, a drawing board. Yep. Um, okay, you know the HPA axis, right? Yep. Hypothalamus, okay, so pituitary, adrenals. The pituitary to secrete, and then the pituitary tells the adrenals to secrete, and then when they secrete the cortisol, when it's high enough, it tells the brain to stop the the, the secretion, right? Yeah, feedback. Yep. Okay, so so we call it a negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if you're really really stressed out mentally or psychologically? So you're telling you're you're. You have a message to your brain that you're very stressed out and you need to produce more cortisol, right? Yep. So it goes down the HPA axis. When it comes back, cortisol is, uh, is high, so it will give a message to uh, the pituitary and the brain to shut down the production because cortisol is way too high. Okay, but yet you are still under pressure, you are still stressed out. So then you're giving a mixed message to the pituitary, secrete, and stop secreting, stop the secretion. Ooh. So then you have HPA axis trouble because you have a mixed message. So you have a psychological message and you have a physical message. Yes. Physical message tells the brain, shut down, but psychological message send, send it yep. uh, to, an, to give an increase of cortisol. Yep. So. You know, don't tell me that psychologically the person's psychological thoughts are not important. It's super important. Let's say I want to shut down the cortisol. I want to shut down with I don't know any uh, adaptogen. But if the psychology of the client is way too intense, yeah, it won't do nothing. And then you say, okay, I gave this, I gave that, I gave that, and nothing works. Okay, did you ask the client? How he feels? Did you as a client? How is life? Is I don't know. His kid is very sick, so now he's overwhelmed with all these thoughts. So, you know, you can help him with maybe with that feel, or just talk about it a bit to relieve some tension. Then the supplements will work. Uh, you know, interesting. It will start working. And Christian, do you think that in this scenario where the so the elevated cortisol is physically telling the body to stop producing it. However, the psychology is constantly overriding that and, and yeah. sending a message to the, the pituitary and the adrenals to keep producing cortisol. Does the psych yeah. will the psychology always win out? As That's in- a good question. Okay, yes and no. Okay, let's say you see a lion. You have a psychological stress, right? Yep. Because you're thinking that a lion is a danger. So it's not a, actually a physical stress. It's a psychological, because the lion, you know, didn't bite you. It just, the lion's just sitting there. So mm-hmm. you're stressed out. So then you run away. Okay. And you have the message from the, the body to reduce cortisol because cortisol is high. But then you look around and then the lion's not there anymore. So then it just shut down. But if you're still thinking about that lion nonstop, then you will the cortisol will stay high, mm-hmm. and at one point, adren- uh, the um, uh, adrenaline will stay high as well. Mm. Just because it's it, it, you know the the perception, the body doesn't know the difference between the reality and what you're saying to the brain. Yeah, yeah. So if you're telling him, okay, I think the lion is still there, but I can't see him. But I really think it's still there. But I, I you know, he, he must be hiding. Mm. Then you're creating that stress anyway. Mm. So it's very important to address whatever stress there is, uh, and, uh, or I mean, at least know about it, and you know, give maybe clues or how to help the client. Yes, because essentially, with someone with that case, that can quite often be beyond what Rawdon yeah. and I or you can actually clinically deal with because mm. it's it's exactly. a it's a state of mind in which this person exists in especially yeah me. but this is where you can refer maybe a psychologist maybe yeah. a, a nlp guy or you know so, anyone that can work with you and you will have much better results mm. so i so, have two psychologists that i work with i have one nlp that's she's very good i work with and i refer a lot of clients you know when there's too much stress going on either you overwhelm your clients with tons of supplements 
or you help them in another way, and then you work uh, in collaboration, and it works super well. Yeah. Mm. Well, to Tommy, uh, Tommy's got a witch doctor that he sees uh, regularly. I think you're still seeing her. Mm, yeah. 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 She she does some. You lay down and she wiggles her fingers and. It comes out very, uh, very relaxed and uh, very low cortisol after that happens. So, certainly something that Tom does. Um, I will, I will definitely agree with you there, Christian. I mean, I, uh, for our listeners, know, but but I'll say it again. I work with, you know, predominantly competitive. Well, all competitors either for a photo shoot or physique preparation, and the ones that are, you know, and I do, you know, as much as I know what I'm doing to a degree, that I still have uh, the occasional client that just do not respond the way they should. But if I were to tell you. You know, if there was one common uh, denominator with all these, uh, you know, individuals that, that don't respond like, uh, and, and the breaking the plateaus and all those sorts of things, all the tools that I use uh, don't seem to work that well. There's this inherent uh, stress level that's uh, much higher than than uh, and a negativity uh, associated with it in a you know a disbelief in themselves, I guess. And uh, there's a definite correlation with this this mindset and this this stress that they put upon themselves and the how it manifests in in, in a physiological sense. And you know, it doesn't matter what sort of uh, you know supplements, like you said, throwing different supplements to try and uh, help the situation. It just it, it you know, it's uh, for some, it's. Uh, to the point where okay you should you, you should be competing you know this yeah. is not for you you know your mindset at this point in time is, is not conducive to getting on stage there's just too much going on either it's work stress and everything else like you said maybe a, something uh, lifestyle wise a, a, a family member or something that's stressing them out with uh, but yeah it's a definite definite correlation and one thing in common there their psychological stress uh, was way above uh, all my other c uh, clients and competitors yeah and giants are stressed out like they've never been before yeah you know if you talk to any trainers that have been doing it for a while let's say 20 years and or so or even 10 years you can see in the last 10 years how the stress has in, increased in clients yeah yeah fascinating mm. I gather that uh, dealing with stress and this side of things is you know a big part of your certification you mentioned before we came to air that there were five pillars to your certification, yeah. what what are those five pillars? Yeah, first of all, the nutrition, mm -hmm. because without nutrition, you know, you don't go anywhere. Yep. <laughs> but what I call functional medicine, it's not the functional medicine per se, but it's uh, talking about all the hormones yep. and their relation to to one another. Uh, yep. But what I like to do, it's not. I give the seminar two weeks ago, and I had a, a great comments that from the students or trainers okay these saw this some information were the same that they you know they've been taught for you know many seminars but now they understand the relation from with one with the others meaning yeah. viewing the body as a whole instead of you know focusing only let's say on cortisol but the relation between cortisol and the psychology and then the thyroid function and then yeah. the nutrition and then the training, it's been pulling it, putting it all together. Mm. So it's the overall approach, not just one specific approach. Holy uh, third pillar is training. Yep. Uh, training for general population. It's not about sets and reps and tempos, but it's how I view it either for, let's say for uh, how I do it with actresses and stuff like that. It's good as well for general population and macromodulation, which is the all the technique I use to break pla plateaus. Yeah, yep. But my most important module is psychology. Mm. So how to read a nonverbal, uh, how to talk to clients, what to say, what not to say, how to say things, and one thing that the the trainers really like is how to talk to women and how to talk to men. How okay. women will listen to you and how men will listen to you. It's a big difference and it's a big difference uh, the way you act or the way you talk to them. And you need to understand that. Otherwise, you will have problems with either women or with men. Comprehensive. And Christian, have you found that, uh, I mean, you alluded to it, that with your macro modulation, that looking at a psychology of a person, that perhaps females respond a little better to manipulating fats and that men potentially respond better to the carbohydrates 
And yeah. I mean, is there actually, I mean, calories are calories are calorie. Is the way that works purely based on the way they feel about that process? Uh, not purely, but it helps. You know, you need to understand the whole thing, not just one thing. Yeah. So when you really know your clients and you know what they're afraid of, what they like, what they, then you go that way. Yeah. Okay. You no, know, they, they will tell you that. Oh, I really like. Let's see. Okay, I give the example of avocados. I really like avocados. I would eat four avocados a day. I, you know, I really like nuts. It's okay. So, in my head, I'm like, she's not afraid of fat. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I will give. Okay, let's let let's do one day. Like, let's go crazy. Eat five avocados you know two full handful of nuts plus your regular meals and then go three days easy and then go another day super high fat this is one technique i can use so they will do it they will feel well and then i have my chance to uh you know shock the system right okay okay but i do it in the 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 clients don't even know it, it that i'm doing it oh very sneaky and so that's uh, that's one of the ways you would go about busting the plateau by by mixing up the the I guess the overall calories with manipulating macros to shock the body into some sort of response. Exactly. Okay. Very good. Without giving too much away, yes. I think we got a little bit out of that, yeah. Christian. I think we uh, we don't need to do the seminar now. And for our listeners, we've uh, we've got what it, you just got to eat a lot of avocado. That's all you got to do to break a plateau. Yeah. Uh, Christian, yeah. you mentioned, um, you know, we spoke about stress and, and, and throwing supplements and nothing works until you address the, you know, more of that holistic approach, you know, the psychology behind it. And then the supplements do take a, a more significant role with the, uh, the, the the seminar and the certification that you're providing. Uh, supplements, something that you do. I know we've spoken before and I remember, I think, the, the, the you know, the Yang RLA and, and there was some... Uh, uh, great supplements that you really loved for, uh, you know, quick uh, results with the actors and actresses. Uh, for General Pop, are you going to cover some supplements and uh, in the seminar as well? So our uh, participants, attendees will, will have a bit more of a profound knowledge on, um, you know, s- supplements for Gen Pop to elicit different effects. You won't like my answer, but <laughs> maybe, oh, I would say half an hour over a three-day course about supplements maybe half an hour okay. because okay i've done i've done tons of seminar I, sh- I know you guys did as well yeah but you know when you you're in the hall and you talk to other trainers about everyone is talking about what to give when and what yeah. dosage to give when and i'm just okay but do you know your clients where is he working where is he eating does he travel yeah. a lot? Yeah, he travels yeah. a lot. Okay, did you help him, you know, work his diet plan when he's the, in the plane or in the he's at the airport? When the, yeah. for me, supplement is number ten in the list to work with clients. Yeah, meaning you need to address the five pillars. Play with nutrition. You know, a few years ago we were pretty much only uh, playing with nutrition. For fitness competitors, a little bit of supplements, but yeah. now it's the other way around. Meaning, a lot of supplements and a little bit of nutrition that you you keep the same. Yeah. And wish it, you know it won't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my goal is not you know there's a lot of good seminars you can attend for supplements. Of course, I answer questions. If someone asks question about specific supplements, I will answer the question. It will be my pleasure. But yeah. my aim is to you know, understand all the systems, all the psychology, and then be super precise at the supplements you give. After that, it's so easy to, okay, I address that, I address that, I address that. And then, okay, I've done my job. The only thing I need now is to give something for, I don't know, insulin resistance for whatever reason. Sure. Then you will give it. But anyway, I would never give something for insulin resistance right away because food will do that trick i I think that's quite refreshing to hear and uh you know there's so many clients uh well coaches that'll be uh talk to me and oh what supplement do you like to use for this or for that or or sometimes clients will will be like oh what are we going to take for this it's like well we're just gonna you know eat some food and uh we're going to manipulate uh energy balance the thing that actually 
is going to have significance. And then, yeah, and I, I do uh, certainly uh, employ what you're suggesting with the, you know, holistic approach. Look at the sleep. Look at the, you know, their lifestyle and 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 try and. Uh, holistically approach it um, first. Look, far, far me, don't, don't get me wrong. I like supplements. You know, yeah. there's, you know, it, it works well. It's when you go, you choose the right one. It does wonders. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you're always giving, you always give supplements right away. For me, it's no not better than the you know the doctor that is giving anti-depression meds yeah, yeah, to yeah, everyone. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you have that? Okay, I have that supplement. Oh, you have that? Oh, I have that meds. Yeah. For me, it's the same thing. Same thing. Okay. Okay, don't have, the, you know, side effects and all, but I think there's a lot of things that you can work on before giving anything of this. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Just on the uh, the functional medicine side of things, Christian, we had um, Dr. Bob Rakowski on a couple of episodes back, and, and he was uh, awesome guy. talking a lot about detoxification, and it's something that I guess Rod and I haven't, we talk a lot about sleep and digestion and these bits and pieces. Do you cover a bit of detox and everything in your um, seminars? Yeah, in the, the, the functional medicine part, I have one module just on detox uh, and toxicity, how the body reacts to it and what what to do with it, how to deal with it in reality. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so. I was going to say, uh, I'll jump in there, Tommy. Um, do you feel that uh, you're... I mean, you mentioned that uh, stress, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, far, vastly different what the clients are presenting with uh, these days. Uh, again, we've had uh, Dr. Mark Schaus on and uh, Bob Rakowski, like Tommy mentioned, acknowledging that it, it is a, a much more toxic world that we live in. Is that your stance as well? Do you feel that uh, to add to the, you know, the lifestyle stresses and stressing about the, the, the deadlines at work, we also have on top of that all these uh, xenochemicals and... and uh, Chemical stress. Yeah, chemical stress, just from the environment. Do you feel that plays a uh, significant role with the uh, gen pop as well? Is that something that you do try and influence or you know clean up the cosmetics they use or anything like that? Yeah, it depends on the clients. I, I do a lot of uh, functional medicine stuff. So for these type of clients, that's for sure. I will, you know, you need to address it. I measure it. I measure uh, phthalates. I measure uh, parabenes. I measure, you know, everything. So if there's you know any illnesses, I will address it. If it's in the context of body transformation, unless there's an issue, you know, with energy, skin reactions, you know, liver issues, pain in the gut, stuff like that during the body transformation, I will address it. But first off, I uh, I wouldn't address the toxicity. It's just. I like to teach my clients and to give small homework at a time. Yeah. And toxicity is a big thing. And I think a lot of people will focus too much on it. Yeah. And then they're afraid of everything. And then they're afraid of their food. And then they're afraid of pesticide. And then you want them to eat this. But yeah, yeah but I've read that there's this and that. And okay, but so let's start with food. Let's yeah. start with everything. And then if you need a little bit of help with toxicity, then we'll talk about it. Very Unless good. it's super specific, meaning, okay, I'm doing, I just bought a house and we're painting the whole house. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I will give some glycine, maybe, you know, to get rid of, of the, the toluene and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I may address it right away, but it will be in a, a specific environment or where they work, like an uh, airplane pilot, I will give glycine at every flight. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's 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 kind of super specific with their environment. Fascinating, uh, Christian. Do you you mentioned there that not bombarding the client with uh, you know toxicity this and and complicating things I suppose is is, is the the message I got there and, and keeping things nice and simple. I know uh, we've had uh, a, a, a colleague of yours who you know Juan Carlos. Uh, yeah. We interviewed him, and uh, you know, initially, I think he he doesn't change anything. He just gives them increases their water intake. That's all he does initially. Yeah. You know, really simple. And then they they come back and they feel better because they've had the following week. They've increased their water, feel better, uh, more performance. You know, etc. Uh, etc. Et then then he does something else, something else, and it's a for those like general pop, yeah, those general pop clientele. It's it, it's these small little small changes along the way. Do you? F 
is that something that that you, that you encourage as well like small baby steps with these gen pops not to to keep things nice and I simple i definitely agree yeah De definitely yeah. because yeah it's okay if you have an athlete your whole world it's it's um goes toward your dream or your goal or yeah so you, you can overwhelm them with a lot of stuff because they're so into it but when you have 20 things to work with your job your yeah. uh, kids soccer game and all this and then you add up everything it's just overwhelming and for us it's easy but we study like i don't know 10 or 20 hours a week yeah. of reading stuff so we we know all this yeah. but when you give information to the client they don't know everything so you need to teach them to how to read, how to do, yeah. and then they start to add that to their crazy schedule. Yeah. And now you end up being at the the grocery, reading all the stuff to know. Oh, is there parabens in there? Yeah. Okay, let's start with just eating right. Yeah. Christian, with the uh, testing that you mentioned that you were doing, yeah. Do you run all those tests yourself, or are you referring out to a to a doctor to do all that? Sorry, repeat that. Uh, with the tests that you run on your clients yeah. when you're looking the at their phthalates and yeah, their chemicals and their mineral balance and all that kind of stuff, do you do those yourself or are you referring yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all myself. Yeah. Right. And so, what's your? I mean, bang for buck. Or what's sort of the testing methods at your first first port of call? Like blood chemistry? <laughs> do you start there and then then branch yeah, out? Yeah, regular or? basic blood chemistry. Yeah. You know the expression: you look for the pink elephant in the room. So the pink bits. It's the same thing. You, you know, just if they are they have anemia, you will see it right away. And if they have anemia, they have low thyroid. If they have low thyroid, they have low energy and they yeah. cannot lose weight. Okay, so you see right away if they have something really wrong. Yep. And then after you see you saw the basics are are are, are okay or you can you know, you look at enzyme, ALP, you know their level of zinc. Is the zinc good? Is the zinc too low? Uh, you can see B12, B6 by looking at the, the, the size of the red blood cells. You know, there's a lot of markers just with regular blood analysis. Yep. And from there, then you go, okay, all everything is good. Our liver enzymes are too high, then we'll address the liver or whatever. Okay. And if it, everything's good, then we go further. Okay, I'll digestion, I'll everything. Okay, I may do a stool test for that client. So I will look at uh, the probiotics. I will do, I look at the good flora, the bad, bad gut flora. Okay. I will look at the digestion. Or I may do MRT, in, inflammation stuff. You know, I will be more specific after. But I, definitely I will start with basic stuff. Do you... Um, that's fascinating, that stuff. Do you cover any of that in that functional medicine section in the, uh, the seminar, Christian? Uh, depending on the level, the level of the trainers, okay. yes. What I did uh, two weeks ago, I had very mixed level of trainers. Yeah. So I give the basics and I answer to the question directly to uh, the guys that were, they had more um, knowledge. Just to make sure you know everyone had some information, but I don't yes. go too deep. But if there's question, I have no problems to go. Yes. You know, take the drawing board and just draw on it and explain, explain it. Explain everything. Yes. And you mentioned yeah. uh, trainers there, but uh, before we went away, you said that it's uh, all sorts of uh, uh, attendees. It's not just trainers. You've had naturopaths and uh, I think yeah, chiros and uh, I had uh, uh, a psychologist. I had. Yeah. Uh, businessman i had yeah people yeah. that really like training they may have a gym just to update their information you know it's it's good for anyone mm. but if you are very specific there is things that you will learn that are super good if you don't have a lot of knowledge some things that you won't get but at the end you know you will get something yeah. but anyone that works with clients for fat loss trainers or not trainers they will benefit from it. That, that's for sure. Well, that's pretty much okay. the uh, the whole world population. Uh, <laughs> I don't think um, there's many of us swanning around with the the body fat where we want it. So, mm. uh, awesome. Okay, so that's and you like to keep the the classes quite small, intimate, and, and Tommy. Intimate. So, looking at about ten to fifteen people max per seminar. Is that right? Uh, ideally. Yeah, maximum twenty because I like to involve people. Get involved in the seminar or the clinic. 
so people can ask questions they won't be shy to ask questions yeah. and it's a more uh yeah it's it's friendly type of yeah. clinic yeah. seminar okay. Okay, well, Tom and I can certainly vouch for that. We've seen you in action, and you certainly uh, do create that uh, nice, comfortable environment, so you can actually ask questions. And uh, you know, some of the uh, <laughs> some of the presenters out there, they might uh, give you a hard time if you ask a silly question, or say you've got uh, uh, arms like Linguini, or you know, they might say, oh, "This guy's got a superiliac, uh, you know, third world country would go starve, you know, from he's been consuming so many carbohydrates." <clears throat> not mentioning Charles Pollock when I was up in front of the class, but <laughs> yeah. So for, for our listeners, it's a, it's a yeah awesome environment to uh, to learn uh, yeah. with yourself presenting. Okay, so you'll be in Melbourne from early December, the second, the third, and the fourth, and exactly. then uh, pending any interest yeah. for people in Sydney, it's only ten or fifteen spots available. Yeah. You could potentially run something in December for Sydney as well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I could stay uh, a week uh, longer, no problem. Yep. Okay. If there's an interest, you can. You guys talked about leaving uh, an address to contact you guys or contact yeah. me uh, on my website. Enter yep. at elementalworld.com. Yep. Okay. So yeah, how can just, I? Set? You know the easy way. Just if you like my Facebook page, I see the interest. You know because when I see there's a lot of people from Sydney, then I know there's a big interest. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, and I can, yeah. Okay, so if people want to register specifically for Melbourne, they can go to elementalworld.com and that's your website and just click on the certification and register there. Exactly. Okay. okay. And then we, we might give some details for anyone that wants to come to Sydney. They can shoot us an email and we yeah. can put something. Yeah, and you can hit me up, uh, Rawdon Dubois on Facebook. I'm happy to uh, get your details and forward them on if, if uh, yeah. Either or? Yeah, either or. So we can sort that out as well. Good. Righto, mate. Well, look, thank you so much for your time again, Christian. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast and certainly uh, looking forward to seeing what you put together when you come come to Australia, mate. That's fantastic. It's way past your bedtime, so thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Christian. No, man. No worries, man. We'll we'll catch up to you soon. soon. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there he was, Christian Maurice. Maurice. Tell you what, mate, he's got more than enough witch doctory to keep me really interested. Yeah, you were enthralled that whole time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing his uh, to doing his little certification. Becoming an elemental practitioner. An elemental practitioner. Mm-hmm. I like Sounds it. Sounds good. Yeah, Vinny would be excited. Vinny would be all over that. So for our uh, listeners that do want to get him uh, up this uh, north of the border. North of the border for Sydney. Send some uh, expressions of interest yeah. to info at underthebarpodcast.com yep. or hit up Rawdon on Facebook if you're friends with him. So what was the price? It was uh, just under 1200 bucks US, I think, for the three days. Yes, that's correct. I think 12, yeah, around about 1200 or just under for the three days. Okay. Um, which is that's reasonable. That's pretty good value. for 400 th- a day? Yeah, for, for the, um, the course with Christian. Um, and the Melbourne date, so that's confirmed. So he will be in Melbourne on the 2nd, 3rd and 4th yep. of December. And you can just go to the elementalworld.com to put in everything for that. But um, to bear in mind for Sydney, is that it's, it'll cap out around about 15 because he doesn't like a big... Yeah, a big intimate setting. It's got to be small and, and, and close. Yep. So um, if you want to do it, get in nice and early. So we yeah. can... Um, and a, a, quite an interesting... Uh, yeah, from last time we spoke, it was mainly about the uh, what he does with the extreme results with actors and actresses. Very, very short time frame. Uh, but this is probably has, uh, like, which of us work with that demographic? And, mm. and when do we ever come across a client that, oh, I want to get in shape in two weeks? I mean, it's a rarity, but, but his new direction, that holistic lifestyle, the gen pop type of uh, demographic, I mean, that's yep. all of us. Yeah. Yeah. And and in essence, Rawdon, body training for body composition, whether it's for a stage show or where it's a long-term general pop client, mm. it's just a process of busting plateaus. 
Exactly. That's essentially what what it all comes down to, one plateau after the other. And and you can you do develop a sense with an individual, and you can try and cut a plateau off at the pass. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But to yeah, yeah. Um, fill the tool bag up with a few more, more bits and pieces and some some different nutritional strategies, mm. I think would be uh, clunk clunk. Well and truly, well the tool bag. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe Google that one. <laughs> the tool bag. Uh, I like very, it. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tool kit. I think you call it. The tool bag. We can. Oh, look, we can. it's all in the wizard sleeve anyway, mate. Yes. Right, All right, well, that's exciting. That's been another episode. Uh, send us through any info or questions or anything. Just uh, info at underthebarpodcast.com. Uh, me, tomhewitt.com.au. Yep. Rawdon, The Dubois Method, Facebook and Instagram. And the elusive uh, website. Yes. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs>